0: as interest rates climb, values do inherently come down. So you have to make sure that you're underwriting two appropriate interest rates. If you are, then no problem, right? You're calculating cash flow based on today's valuation. Not yesterday's valuation, not tomorrow's valuation. Welcome back to the Investing with Purpose podcast, where we explore the intersection of success and significance. We discuss alternative investment options from our experience buying hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate, but most importantly, how we're using that business to impact people in a positive way to leave a legacy that matters. Let's get after it. Welcome back to the Investing with Purpose podcast. My name is Steve Libman. It's January 17th, and we're going to talk about why and how we're choosing our real estate investments. So we've talked about this before, but I always think it's a good topic to circle back to, because in this season, people are talking about Whispers of 2007 and 2008, is there going to be a massive recession or maybe not that big of one? What's a pullback look like? So a couple things here. One, not all real estate is created equal. I think it's important to always point out that residential real estate is predicated, the value is predicated on your neighbor's house. Meaning... Your appraised value is based on how much other things in your neighborhood sells for. So if things are selling for $250 a foot or $1,000 a foot, that's how your house is going to get appraised. So that's value proposition number one when it comes to single family. These commercial buildings, these multifamily apartment complexes that we buy, the value is actually made, is predicated on the net operating income, meaning... How much income is left over after you have gross income and expenses? So you have gross income, which is your total rent. Then you have expenses, right? You have property management, asset management, repairs for maintenance, electric bills, a slew of expenses. If you're an investor of ours, you obviously have the financial reports from these properties where you can kind of look through and see where are the expenses. So when we go in and we make an offer on the property, we Look at the net operating income, and there's two things that we want to do. One is, can we increase rents, meaning is it below market rent? Not can we just arbitrarily raise rents. Is the current complex under market for what everybody else around is getting? And then also, what are the expenses? So what we love to do is find an expense ratio that's really high, maybe 55 60%, meaning it's just being mismanaged and not operated to its full efficiency. When that happens, that gives us the ability to go in and cut expenses based on what our portfolio is operating, which is somewhere between 45 and 50%, depending on the demographic. So if we know that we can go in immediately and cut expenses by 15%, we're creating value. How much value? 15% of value. So we can very easily pinpoint how we're going to increase the value of that property. Couple things. One, as interest rates have continued to climb, you're also seeing a slight pullback in the capitalization rate. So what that means is as interest rates climb, values do inherently come down. So you have to make sure that you're underwriting two appropriate interest rates. If you are, then no problem, right? You're calculating cash flow based on today's valuation. Not yesterday's valuation, not tomorrow's valuation. We don't have a crystal ball. So we have to do it on, you know, what does a 10 year loan look like today? And typically, that also means that we're putting more money down. So we have more equity. I actually like that because it just preserves the equity more efficiently, more effectively, because you have more money down essentially. So you have more stable cash flow. So we can predict it very easily. It's a big deal when you can go in and say, Hey, I'm going to buy this property and I know that I can increase the expenses or increase the income and I know that I could decrease the expenses because we have a formula now of how we're going to make money in the property. It's not guesswork. And I think that that is what a lot of people think when it comes to real estate investing, because we're not buying value, we're buying cash flow, And that business is easily underwritten to how we're going to make that acquisition. So that's number one. How are we choosing the markets that we're in? Also, I think pretty encouraging because the way that we underwrite is just simply demographics. How are demographics affecting supply and demand. So understanding population trends, population growth, providing insight into the demand for housing in a particular area. The balance between supply and demand can indicate whether the market is a buyer's market or a seller's market, and it affects the price of the properties. But by analyzing those prices over time, we can identify trends. Most people that are moving to Florida, I mean, you have a couple of cities, Phoenix, Austin, Orlando. These places have been blowing up over the last couple of years, so we have pretty good predictors of growth. And that housing demand is accentuated by economic indicators. Unemployment rates, GDP growth, interest rates. So the overall health of the local economy affects the real estate market. and We want to make sure that we're looking at those trends when we're underwriting. So. Again, it's not a shotgun approach, right? We have to look at these properties and underwrite to the economics, underwrite to the population growth, underwrite to the rental growth, underwrite to the expense margins. And all of these things make it a very predictable investment. That's how we've been able to pay the same returns for a decade. And the reason that, you know, it's not to say that all investment has risk, of course, but you can minimize and mitigate and hedge against that risk by understanding how to underwrite those deals i'm going to have dylan come on who's our lead underwriter and have him kind of explain on a model an excel model what we're looking at what stands out and in a future episode we'll be able to go ahead and share that with you guys so look forward to that so thanks for listening if you have other entrepreneurs that you know of can you reach out to us that are looking to make an impact, that are looking to invest with purpose or in their business some way they're giving back, we'd love to interview them and talk to them and uh, have them share our story with you guys too. So, all right, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Investing with Purpose podcast. If you're finding value, would you leave us a review and share this with your friends and go to investingwithpurpose.org to learn more about how to partner with us and to learn more about the nonprofits that we support around the world.